Hey, hey, welcome back to Down and 30. I am your host, Elizabeth. We are here tonight. We are live. We are present. Happy Thursday. Happy Thirsty Thursday. What are we sipping tonight? Oh, okay. So tonight, today, whenever you're listening, um, no judgment. We are sipping a um, $9.99, sometimes $8.99, 1.5 liter bottle of Cabernet. Um, the brand is called Foxhorn. I believe it's from Australia. She slaps. Um, we love, we love balling on a budget. It's very good. Frankly, been drinking it for years. Um, yeah, yeah, it's really good. It's giving very much high end wine, but on a budget and we're definitely here for it. So that's what we're sipping tonight. We got our little water next to us as well. Uh, we already know a bitch is dehydrated. Guys, listen, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. If you are, like, approaching or over the age of, like, uh, I'm going to say, like, 28. For some of y'all, it might be, like, 20, 27. No offense. Um, if, you're, if you're over 27, 28, or approaching, and you want to be humbled... Pop on a set of bright lights and get a magnifying mirror. Just just look at the under eye space. Um, so right now I'm holding on to my youth and I'm saying it's probably because I'm exhausted and dehydrated, both of which are probably true. Um, again, not to sing the, the tune of healthcare worker during a pandemic, but the N95 is not conducive to the beverage. Um, and the panic attacks and PTSD are not conducive to a good night's sleep. So we're hoping, we're hoping the under eye situation is attributable to those factors um, and not the fact that we're 31 and a half and a half. So we'll see, we'll see. But that humbled me real quick, um, real, real quick. So that's, that's the type of shit I'm on right now. Um, listen, no, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not being down on myself. I'm still a 10 out of 10 no lie. Um, you know, it's, it's all, it's all in the confidence. Um, but yeah, that, that was fun last night. Haven't done that in a while. It's like a good, good 20 minute rabbit hole. So, you know, if you're just looking for an extracurricular, give it a try. Um, so yeah, we got the water on deck. So, you know, get yours, get your bev ready tonight. We're, we're just going to do a little quick. I say quick. And then it's like 40 minutes into something and I'm, still doing uh, what I'm doing now. But no, deadass, we're going to be quick tonight. Um, we are going to chat about six toxic behaviors that are normalized or at least like very prevalent, very commonplace. Um, so we're going to talk about those a little quick. I'm just going to rattle them off. We'll dissect them a little bit. Um, so get ready, go pop a wine, pop a beer, pop a champagne, pop a tea, pop a juice, pop a soda, pop a seltzer, and let's get after it. All right, so let's hit it. Toxic behaviors. We all have them. We can all identify some of them. Some of them are certainly worse than others. Um, so let's just dive into it. Let's let's just go for it. 
one of my one of my all-time faves and i think that this is one that is like so prevalent um and you're all gonna nod you're all gonna mm, mm-hmm, mm, mm-hmm. oh that that sounds like sally oh mm-hmm. we, we all know this one maybe you do it yourself um i don't know i don't i don't think i do i don't think i do this one um sound off in the comments send me a hate mail if i do um this one toxic af sharing quotes or like memes on social media about kindness and like you know mental health and body positivity but then like being a horrible fucking person in real life um like very mean girl attitude like you know very much like criticism like very much like oh are you sure you're gonna wear those pants out yes i am honey and it's a 10 out of 10 okay it's giving 10 out of 10 so this is one of the things that like when i see this like you know we all know someone that does this we all know a few people that do this and it's kind of like are you like do you really believe what you're are you convincing you are you convincing us like what what's the game here what's the goal here um you know i think sometimes like when i see something like this um and i don't want to use the word delusion because i i don't want to minimize um, a delusional state, a true delusional state. But sometimes when I see things like this, I'm like, no, like this person that they really, maybe they're not self-aware. Um, or, you know, maybe they're like sort of projecting these things that like they know they themselves don't have or don't exhibit. And they're like, they're reaching. Um, but also I think some of it can be manipulative. Um, you know, if you present yourself a certain way and then, you know, you kind of build up this persona, if someone accuses you of, of being an awful person, you like, you kind of, you kind of think you're like building up this little like wall of, of protection, this little facade, but we see you, honey. We do. We do. Um, no, we really do. So that, that one gets me every time. Like I said, you, we, come on. God damn. We all know we've seen it. We've heard it all. Um, this one's sort of similar, and I I think there's a or there's a really fine line with this one, um, and I think that this can really depend on the the person speaking and then the person also receiving. Um, so giving like really kind of like harsh opinions or like feedback and then calling it constructive criticism. Um, I'm very direct. I'm very to the point. Like that that's just my communication style, um, and I know that that's not for everyone. Um, so when I have the wherewithal, when I'm not like completely triggered or at my wit's end or something like that, like I, I am pretty good about trying to tailor my feedback in a way that I think would be helpful and beneficial to the person that I'm feed of speaking with. I, I supervise graduate clinicians. Um, and one of the things that I will ask them is how do you like feedback? I'll also ask them what type of supervision do you like what supervision is helpful to you um you know some people like to know every little thing they did right and they did wrong and some people are like if you're not telling me then i then i'm okay um so i i do try to to be mindful of that um but you know sometimes people will will you know say things or give feedback they're oh, I'm just gonna give a little constructive criticism no you're beating your opinion down my throat and you're you know um, kind of like not being so nice about it. Um, and I think that we've sort of like normalized this constructive criticism and it's just sort of like, 
is it constructive criticism or is it unsolicited advice and opinions? Just asking for myself. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's one that, like I said, there's a very fine line. Um, a, a little can go a long way in, in some of those situations. Um, and you know, again, the point of this is like not to like be judgy and be like, oh, everyone sucks and I'm so great. No, like I said, I'm, you know, can definitely be guilty of that one. And, um, you know, just trying to bring a little bit of awareness, certainly to myself. Um, what's another one? Oh, this, this, yeah, yeah. Okay. What do I have here? Yep. Mm -hmm. Invalidating someone else's trauma because other people have it worse. This one gets me. This one gets me all the time, like all the time. Like the thing is like in a very simplistic point of view, like trauma is subjective. Um, every person's threshold for what they can and cannot handle is different. Um, and that's not to say like, oh, some people are weak, some people are strong. Like, no, like literally that we all have different reactions to certain things. And that's a very simplistic view. If you really want to get real about it, um, the brain is, is fantastic. The brain is one of the fucking coolest things I will ever study and come across in my entire life. Um, if you have the chance to really dive into some, some neuroscience, really just go for it. Shit will trip you out. Um, but straight up the brain does not, the brain does not have the ability to determine levels of trauma. Um, the brain has the same response to trauma, whether initially, initially, and, and how it's stored really depends on how that trauma affects you. But the brain does not have the ability to discern between an intense trauma like a car accident, and now you have PTSD from driving, and, you know, something like, um, you know, maybe in terms of like a social anxiety and that feeling of not knowing when a teacher is going to call on you. So sitting in a certain class or sitting in a certain type of setting might trigger you. The brain doesn't have that ability to just discern that. So that that trigger, that trauma response, that's something that instinctively reflexively happens. Um, it's our higher like cognitive processes that allow us to kind of tell our brain if we're able to like, you know, this is, this is a safe space. I'm okay. That type of thing. Um, so there's that, that, you know, you literally can't just tell someone to turn their trauma response off, you know, that there has to be, there's more to it than that. Um, and also the whole thing about like, Oh, you know, don't complain about that. You know, there's people going through this. That is literally all very true. Um, but I'm still going through whatever I'm going through and it's still affecting me or this person's still going through whatever they're going through and it's still affecting them. Um, also hate, 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 hate. So, so, so toxic. And sometimes people think they're doing it to like commiserate or support. Um, but like trauma trumping, um, or like trying to do the, like who has it worse. Yuck, nasty. Don't like that behavior at all. I really don't like it. Um, again, I think sometimes it can be well-intended and then sometimes people, um, it's definitely from a, a self-serving um, standpoint. It's, you know, it's not necessarily altruistic. Um, so just, yeah, just, just be a little mindful of that. And like, I get it. Like sometimes like, you know, if, if you're going through some shit and somebody's complaining about like, you know, their stub toe, yeah, know your audience. And like, no, if I'm going through some intense trauma, I frankly do not have the bandwidth to talk about your toe. Um, maybe just check the audience and maybe, you know, just, just move on. 
Um, but again, you know, we just, you know, there's, there's always levels to these kind of things. Um, you, you know what I'm putting down. Um, all right, let's see. What else do we have here? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Mm, 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 mm. Making people feel guilty for taking a break or like competing over a hustle or how hard you work. And I literally do not care. I spent years like killing myself over work, like just completely taking on way more than I should have, could have that. It was to a point where it wasn't even healthy. Like I'm literally not even impressed by like a horrible work-life balance. Like that sounds so sad. And I really hope you talk to your HR department. Um, no, but dead ass. Um, it's, it's not cool. Again, like not everyone wants to work that hard. Not everyone can work that hard. Not everyone needs to work that hard. Like everyone has different, different levels of, you know, that kind of thing. And, um, it doesn't make someone lazy. Like if, you know, if, if they're a kind of person, you know, their hours are nine to five and they leave every day at nine to five, like five o'clock hits, they're out. Cool. That they have done their job. There's literally, I, I'm done glorifying this whole, like, you're a slave to your job kind of crap. Like, I'm just, yeah, mm -mm, nope. Nah. <laughs> yeah, um, no, don't, don't put me down for overtime, honey. Um, yeah, I just, I, I don't like that. Um, I think, you know, we, we went through a good, like, 10 years or so of that. Um, yeah, uh, like, like the grind don't stop. Um, a hundred percent it does. <laughs> it really does. Uh, for me, it really does really and truly. All right. Where are we? Maybe like number five. Um, one other thing that I think is very normalized. And again, I, I think some of this might kind of come from, um, I don't know, maybe like the other person's discomfort or, you know, their own upbringing or their own, you know, healing beliefs and journey and all that stuff. Um, but one thing that I think is just like, it's just a no for me, dog. Um, like if someone, you know, says anything about, um, going to therapy or getting help for mental health, mental illness, um, taking medication for depression, anxiety, anything like that. Um, when people are like, Oh yeah, I, I, I don't do that. I just, I, I just, I just handle my stuff by myself. Okay. Um, but literally it, it might be all fun and fresh for you. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know your journey. Um, and, and if, and if that's great, if you, if you got it like that, I love that, love that journey for you. I love that. Um, but I, I, I don't like that response. Um, I don't like that mentality. Um, I used, I think I probably used to have more of that like back in the day. Um, I used to really be very like closed off. I would never talk about my problems. Holy shit. Repress, repress, repress. Like not, no, I will literally, I would never even utter a word about anything. You would never see me cry. You would never see me upset. You would maybe see me pissed off, but now, um, yeah. But once I started going to therapy a couple years ago, whoo, that shit, that shit flooded out. That was just... It was like a fucking geyser. Um, is that what it's called? <sighs> so, yeah, I, I don't like that. Like, here's the thing. That's cool. If you don't go to therapy, you don't do medication, whatever the case may be, that's dope. I'm literally telling you that I do. Um, so, I'm not, no offense. 
I'm not really sure why your journey you think would apply to me. Um, I'm just that that's not the type of shit I'm sipping. I'm clearly telling you, but, honey, I need at least 300 milligrams of Wellbutrin, sometimes a little something more, a rain dance and a seance just to feel even remotely stable right now. Um, so yeah, like I, it's this ain't no thoughts and prayers. Um, this this ain't no shake it off. Like just 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 chill. Uh, yeah, don't don't <laughs> don't bring that around me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just it's like it, it's invalidating. You don't have. I'm not telling you you need to go to therapy. I, I'm probably telling you you need to go to therapy. Um, I'm not telling you you have to go to therapy. I'm not telling you you have to take medication. Not everyone has mental illness. Like that. I'm dead ass. Um, but if someone's like telling you that that's what they're doing for themselves for their health like cool it doesn't have to sit with you like you could literally just nod <laughs> like you could literally just listen um it costs zero <laughs> to just nod <laughs> like straight up um yeah i mean you, you could even be supportive um, but if you can't be supportive like you could literally just nod so try that on just just try that on for size see how it fits hopefully it works out <laughs> um oh this is one i think so many of us struggle with this um and it is toxic and like i said not all of these are like bad behaviors like and i'm not saying these make you a bad person they're just they're toxic behaviors they're things that have been normalized um they're things that usually stem from a reason like the last one maybe it's like i said could be someone else's discomfort with talking about mental health with you know their own um emotions their own vulnerability confronting their own stuff like it could be that it could be any number of reasons you know it, it literally could be so much um so like i said like none of these are i'm not saying this these things make someone like a bad person some people are bad they are. um but these are toxic behaviors that have just become commonplace um and sometimes we kind of like we just we don't identify them as such um and i think you know in this like age of accessibility social media cell phones all that jazz um this one is this one's right um so the expectation that you should respond to a message or a call or something like immediately when you see it immediately um that accessibility can be really draining um you just i don't know like for me and especially with my job like my job is very dynamic i meet so many people a day. Um, I meet new people. I meet new patients. I meet their family members. I meet their caregivers. I've got their son who's in California calling me and checking in on my, like I meet and talk to and interact and collaborate with so many people and colleagues. And it's just like, whew. um, and I, I wear many hats at work. So sometimes when I come home, I like I literally just need to be off um, and my, my friends my family will know this like straight up I I will not know where my phone is sometimes um, I'll like I'll leave it at home I'll go run errands and I realize I don't have my phone on me like I just I'm I'm not on it like that it's just I, I just need a little a little a little detox um, but I feel like I like I was in that and I was sort of in this mindset maybe like when I was younger um, like if someone would reach out to me or text me, I had to respond right away. Um, I had to give an answer right away. I couldn't even think about it. Like I might not even know what my answer like wants to be, but I, I have to respond. 
this immediacy is just draining. Um, and I like used to read into it too when I was younger, like, oh, they didn't text me back right away. They must not like me. They must be mad at me. They must be this. They must be that. Um, and again, there's like so many reasons why we might have those thoughts. And a lot of it comes from the normalcy of constant accessibility and immediacy. Um, so yeah, I mean, straight up, like I, I do it. Um, I, I don't like, I don't ghost people, but sometimes like, I, I will just like accidentally or like unintentionally just kind of like go AWOL. Um, I always come back, you know, sometimes it's like, yo, I fucking opened this text message and I was asleep. And when that shit happens, I've, listen, we, we got like, come on, we, we, whatever I read when I'm asleep, I, I, I don't, I don't remember it. It's not until I open that text thread, like the next day or like a few days later to say something else. I'm like, oh shit, uh, Barbara texted me asking for advice on this outfit she wants to wear like you know what i mean like i don't i don't i don't know um but i do it a lot um it happens like sometimes i'll read something or i'm in the middle of something chances are i'm like like refinishing my wood floors or fucking painting a room or something and i'll like read a text i'm like oh yeah uh uh-huh yeah well i'll respond I, i i forget I forget it happens doesn't mean i forget that person or don't value them or their time like which literally a, a physical or other activity i was doing just uh, prevented me from responding in that moment and um i used to feel like guilty about that and um i don't anymore um i don't if it's something emergent you know something serious you know i i can certainly assign priority to things but you know <laughs> gotta take time for yourself Um, and you know, I feel the same way about my friends and everything. Like, don't ever like feel like you have to explain your shit to me. You know, if you go missing for a couple days, you have to break plans, whatever the case may be. Like, I'm good. We're good. I get it. Um, no sweat, you know? Um, but no, like back in the day, I mean, I've definitely had people, you know, kind of like take it personally, um, I guess. And you know, so now I know, um, I might have to like be a little bit more upfront or, you know, open with communication that way with some people like, Oh yeah. Hey, like, sorry. You know, I got this going on, you know, let me, let me get back to you when I can give this my attention or something like that. Um, it, it happens. Um, it just, it does. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I think that's one thing that probably a lot of people can relate to. Um, you know, on, on both sides of that, but it is, it's, it's toxic. It's just sort of like, you know, you just kind of feel like your time is not your own. Um, when you live in this sort of, you know, constant state of immediacy and accessibility. Um, yeah. So just like, you know, just something to think about. Like I said, doesn't make you a bad person. Doesn't make, you know, them a bad person. It's just things that, um, you know, we don't, we don't have to live that way. You know, these, there's alternatives to these things. Um, was that six? I think that might have been six. Did I say I was going to do six? Well, whatever. However many I did is however many I'm doing. Because <laughs> um, like I said, I said it, this is going to be quick. And we're at least 20 minutes into this shit at this point. So um, we're going to wrap this up. We're going to lock this up. We're going to seal this up. Um, we are going to pray to... 
whatever being might help me sleep tonight. We're going to do that. We're going to do a little ritual. We did the skincare already. Um, the under eye area has been prepped and sealed and is ready for sleep. I've got the water. Hopefully we wake up rested and refreshed and looking at least 29, not 31. Um, TBD. We'll see about that. Um, that's a toxic behavior. Did it, but again, everybody does it. Everybody, like, listen, if you tell me you, you don't age and you don't think about some of the signs of aging, literally, I, okay, don't believe me, no offense. Um, but it is, it is what it is. Um, I haven't gotten any Botox or anything. Not against it, so maybe we'll consider it. Drop the Botox, Rex. Um, we'll see. You guys will be the first people I'll, I'll tell when I pop the bow, the Botox. All right, okay. We're, uh, we're digressing again. Wrap it up, lock it up, seal it up. We're done. This is it. I hope you enjoyed. I hope, you know, like I said, you know, don't like, I'm, I'm not talking about anybody in specific, you know, like don't like, you know, don't read into this. Um, and again, this is like, not like, I'm not telling you like, oh, cut anybody off who acts like this. No, just, you know, just a little perspective here. Nothing you guys don't already know. We're just, you know, we're just putting in a little a six item list. It's just a little itemized list, a little bit of market research here. All right. Okay, guys. Literally love you lots. Thank you for listening. Um, hope to God I have time to talk to you next week. Um, hope to God that, you know what, no, I was I was going to like set um, other goals, but that's a toxic trait of mine. I try to set boundaries for myself and not overcommit. And then I here I am 20 fucking minutes into this thing. Okay, guys, love you. Talk to you when I talk to you next, maybe next week. We'll take it from there. I'll chat with you next time when it's time to get down in 30.